Uh, welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and uh, it's so great to see everybody, and I'm so happy to see you. Uh, I want everybody to know that this is not uh, just a place for intelligent black people, but it's also a place for people that love being black and people that love their community, people that want to have positive, intelligent conversations. Even if you want to get a little ratchet every now and then, it's okay, as long as it leads back to something good. And uh, also with the B1 philosophy, B1 means that we are black first. Black first means that we take care of our community. We solve our own problems. Black first means that we put ourselves at the top of the priority list because nobody else will. Black first means that uh, we believe our children, B1 children, are going to be leaders in the world when it comes to economics and wealth building and education, everything that matters. B1 also means we understand we must be one in order to be successful. If you agree with that philosophy, put a hashtag B in the number one of the chat. Use that hashtag all over the internet, on Twitter, Instagram, anywhere else. If you want to have B1 conversations, we can't talk to everybody because not everybody's B1. Not everybody values the black community. And I want you all to use that hashtag when you're having conversations so you can start connecting with each other. Now, uh, what I want to talk about today is this. <sighs> oh, the high cost of groupies, the high cost of groupies. I, I heard a story this morning that really uh, uh, just really shot up my spidey senses uh, as a finance professor, you know, who understands wealth and money very well uh, as a black man. Uh, who understands uh, the black community very well, I understand all different aspects of culture. I got, you know, friends from all spectrums of blackness, uh, everything from uh, gangbangers to college professors, uh, athletes, uh, entertainers, all this stuff. And and I've heard every story you can imagine. I've seen a lot of things in, in over the years. And I heard this story about a guy by the name of P.J. Washington and uh, this crazy dilemma, this crazy scenario with uh, a lady named Brittany Renner, who he had a baby with. And uh, and I'm going to tell you more about that in a second. And uh, but before I move on, I want to make sure that you are aware of the uh, young brother that's joining me today. His name is Jeff Lighty Jr. Uh, Jeff is a, a sports analyst with the Black Boss uh, Network. How you doing today, man? Pretty good. How about yourself, Doctor Voice? I'm um, doing very well, brother. Very well. And uh, and Jeff actually, it was it was actually two guys, uh, Jeff and Samaki Walker. Samaki Walker, who played for the Los Angeles Lakers, who's a friend of mine, um, who was uh, also a, a basketball superhero in the, in the city of Louisville. As far as I'm concerned, Jeff and I are both from the city of Louisville, the home of Breonna Taylor and a lot of Muhammad Ali and everything in between. And uh, and we saw this story about a guy, this, this guy, P.J. Washington, who happened to play for the University of Kentucky. So this story kind of hit close to home. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to actually allow Jeff, uh, who is uh, literally uh, one of the best sports experts that I know, including guys I know on ESPN and Fox, uh, Fox Sports, to break down and tell me why is everybody talking about P.J. Washington right now? So PJ Washington, as you talked about, play for UK. Scrubs don't go to Kentucky. Only really good basketball players yeah. go to play for John Calipari, Kentucky. So obviously he was really good. Uh, he comes out after a sophomore year, goes in the first round of the NBA draft. He was a lottery pick, top 12 pick to Michael Jordan's team, the Charlotte Hornets. He's doing pretty good for himself. But during his time at Kentucky, he gets into a relationship with an Instagram model by the name of Brittany Renner. And so Brittany Renner was like, you know, 26 and PJ Washington was like 18, 17, 18, 19, somewhere around there. And so obviously PJ goes in the first round, gets million dollar contract, you know, plays for the Charlotte Hornets and then boom, Brittany Renner gets pregnant. Uh, so they have their baby. They're in this relationship. But during the whole time, Brittany Renner made her name from being an Instagram girl, from doing a lot of twerking, from being an Instagram model, showing off her body, all kinds of stuff. That's how she made her money. So obviously, it was just like 
PJ, what are you doing? Like, yeah, come on. We, we we know how this game works. We know how this ends. You're the superstar basketball player making millions of dollars. She's the, you know, the Instagram gal. Like, this probably isn't going to end well. And remember, we did a podcast about this, Doc, about LeVar Ball warning his sons about meeting women. They were like, you're not going to meet a regular woman as good of a basketball player as you are. So anyway, that's PJ's dad or somebody probably should have that conversation with him because now she has their baby and now they've broken up. PJ has put out put out some since deleted tweets that's saying that she was never the woman that he thought she was. And he's deleted those tweets and all kinds of stuff. And what was interesting is that obviously the Twitter detectives are on top of it. Years ago, before she got with PJ, Brittany Renner put out a video talking about the easiest way for a pretty girl to make some money is to get with a dumb athlete and to have a baby bio. <laughs> so, Ooh, so she ouch. put these statements out there in the stratosphere years before she ever met PJ and she executed the plan. And so she now will get paid more than likely for a very long time because she is the baby mother of a famous rich basketball player. So that is why the internet was set ablaze with PJ Washington and Brittany Renner uh, over the last couple of days. Wow. Okay. So what, according to what you're saying about PJ Washington, and by the way, I'm talking to Jeff Lightsey Jr. Um, uh, so PJ Washington uh, went on Instagram and was checking out the thirst picks. Uh, looked like she got some, she might have some injections up in there. What, what do you think? You think, uh, give me a yes or no. Do y'all think that real or y'all think that booty's made out of some foreign substance, some alien material? Uh, <laughs> made out of Teflon or AstroTurf or whatever they make <laughs> fake booties out of now. What do y'all think? Y'all think that's real or fake? Uh, so he, so he, uh, the poor kid, uh, how old is PJ Washington right now? He's 22 now. So yeah, he's 22. Okay. So that would make his baby mama, what, about 40? She's like 28. <laughs> like 28. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's almost like a 29. She's 29. She's 29. Oh, 29. She's 29. Okay. Yeah. So, so she's getting closer to thirty, and um, and she's trying to she's pl- she's planning. It sounds like she's she's planning her retirement. Uh, she says, you know, these fake booties don't last forever. Eventually, they go flat, and uh, and and I need to find a plan B. And the plan B B stood for baby. It sounds like uh, which was to uh, hook up with an athlete and get pregnant with an athlete and make herself rich. So, uh, let me ask you this, Jeff. Um, uh, have the you know, has has the child support been determined? Because uh, I, I saw that, that post about it, but I didn't know if that was actually set yet. No. So, I mean, obviously the breakup was just made, you know, public over the last like few days or the last week or so. Uh, so, no, that hasn't been made public. But what has been made public are things like, you know, I mean, we see all the time that these rappers have to pay all this money, whether it's few uh, people, not just rappers, but entertainers, basketball players, whoever have to pay a ton of money either in dis- divorce settlements or child support, right? We see what happened with Dr. Dre. We've seen what happened to the rapper Future, having to pay a tons and tons of money. So it's not, it hasn't been determined yet, but you know, when it, when the time comes, trust me, it will be determined if they can't reconcile or whatever. And honestly, you know, we talked about it a little bit before the air, but the NBA players, they make millions during the first contract, but it's really that second contract that can get up into the, you know, the nine figures, the, the you know, 50 to 100, you know, 50, 80, 100 million dollar deals. And that is where, you know, those child supports uh, statements or whatever are going to go up, up, up. And, and the, the, the sad thing and what's dangerous and what PJ has to watch out for is that we talk about he's only 22. 
Right. So like he's still, I'm, I imagine, still wants to have a wife at some point and have a family. You just can't make this mistake twice or three times. It seems like you can fall victim to being gullible a little bit because everybody knew who Brittany Renner was or what she was about. And you still fell for it. So now it's just key for him to really be like, hey, man, don't make this mistake again, because it can be very, very costly. Wow. Uh, everybody, we're talking about P.J. Washington and Brittany Renner. Uh, P.J. Washington's an NBA uh, NBA player who uh, dated a woman named Brittany. And I guess uh, P.J. was much younger than her. And uh, it appears, allegedly, that uh, that she might have been pretending. She was uh, much older. Uh, it sounds to me like maybe she was uh, pretending to be younger. Like, did, did, is that, has that come out, Jeff, that she's, well, she was pretending well, to be a 19, 20-year-old? Well, everybody pretty much you pretty much knew because like she was in this public space with Instagram. The the thing that has a lot of people like on edge is the fact that PJ was, you know, 17, 18, 19, and she was 25, 26, 27 years old going to these UK games. She had this like, you know, she was a bigger than life personality. She was big on Instagram or whatever. And and you no, know, he was a basketball star, but he was still young and naive. And so it's almost it's been compared in some spaces on the Internet as like predatory behavior. Right. Like just imagine if, if Doc, you have daughters, if they're 18 years old and it's 26 year old dude, especially your daughters are super talented. Right. Like, you know, within the next year, like next year, they're going to be millionaires because of this extraordinary talent. And somebody's willing to pay the millions of dollars to, to display this talent or whatever. And so. You you're coming to their games. You're showing up. You're letting everybody know you're there, and you're almost plotting on this person because you you know that, like I said, they're going to be within five to ten million dollars over the next year, and you're you know six, seven, eight years older than them. It almost like I mean, you you let me know. Does that not sound a little bit predatorial? Or if the roles were reversed, we wouldn't be kind of saying like, uh, I don't know about that. Well, you know, what What do you guys think? Uh, give me a yes or no. Do you think that what uh, she allegedly did was predatory? Or do you think that, um, I mean, at the very least, it sounds oppor- opportunistic, right? It's uh, one of those things where you can't imagine her as a 26-year-old dating an 18-year-old kid, uh, <clears throat> you know, w- if he was broke. Like, I, I, I don't know a lot of 26-year-old women who would date, you know, broke-ass 18-year-old. So it sounds to me like, you know, him going to the on his way to the NBA – means that she saw something there, right, that let, that made her attracted and want to uh, at least have a child with him, uh, you know. And um, and, and so so uh, before I move on, actually, everybody do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up button right now. And also, if you want the audio version of this podcast, you can actually go to the thedrboysbreakdown.com. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on a lot of different platforms. So if you look up the Dr. Boyce Breakdown, you can find it there. And our goal is not to gossip. Uh, our goal is to elevate the conversation, right? At the end of the day, if you ain't learning something by being on this platform, if you're not a better person, more motivated, smarter, uh, more capable, then we're not doing our job. So don't think that we're here just talking bad about the guy. Uh, I, I feel I feel bad for him. Uh, her, I, I, I don't feel so bad for her, to be honest with you, uh, unless it's not true, unless she really cared about him and and everybody's saying things that aren't true. Because I, I know that. I know that Lord knows that we, when me and Alicia got married, we had all kinds of gossip bills running for people that never met us, didn't know nothing about us. You know, so I understand that. I understand what it means to be in the public eye and have people say things that are not true. So maybe some of this isn't true, but I think at the very least, uh, it, this is not something I wanted to talk about just because it's like, oh man, that's terrible. What, what's wrong with these people? It's more so to talk about wealth and, and all the different parts of wealth that you don't think about. You know, it, what, building wealth reminds me of like playing the game of basketball. A guy who doesn't know how to play basketball that well, uh, he thinks basketball is just about dribbling and shooting. 
right? But if you talk to, say, Michael Jordan about what it takes to be a great basketball player, he's going to talk about a thousand things that you never even thought had anything to do with basketball. You know, he's going to talk about uh, you know, what you do in the weight room, what kind of food you eat, you know, putting LeBron ices up his 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 whole lower body or whatever he does with the cryo chambers and all that stuff, you know. And, and there, so there's a thousand other things that, that happen that affect your ability to play that go deeper than just, uh, you know, what, what the front office does, right? There's a lot of things that go into your ability to play and to win championships that is not just about dribbling and shooting. And, and wealth is the same way. People think that building wealth is about, you know, uh, make it get money or make it investments or, or saving your money. No, no, no. It's a, it's a lot of it's related to family. A lot of it is related to how you build your family because your family is your first business. So basically what Brittany did, let me just say, let me break something down for y'all right quick. Y'all need to understand this. This is something I've learned because I have a lot of friends that are famous entertainers and athletes. And believe it or not, it sounds crazy, but even scholars, nerdy guys like me have groupies. <clears throat> I know y'all out there, some of y'all in the chat right now. It's okay. Just, just keep your distance. I got a wife now. And I'm going to tell you, groupies are scientists. Groupies are uh, mathematicians. Uh, groupies are uh, private detectives. Uh, groupies are not dumb little girls who are just running along, you know, just trying to, to get in on the party, right? That That's a role that they play. That's a role that they play. But but I have, I have seen situations where uh, where women were very scientific about getting up close to the man they wanted to get up close to. And women have a level of intelligence in certain areas that men just don't have. Don't get me wrong. I think there's some areas where we're, we're, we're a little bit stronger, but there's some areas where women will pick up on things that men will totally miss. Uh, uh, y'all know what I'm talking about? Give me a yes if you, if you get what I'm saying. If you understand what I'm saying. Like, I, I'll see, um, like, sometimes, I remember one specific time I was sitting there, and my wife and I were talking to a realtor. We were looking for houses in Atlanta. And, uh, and, and the realtor and my wife started talking with this random white lady that walked by and the white lady's like, hi y'all, how you doing? And they start talking to have this conversation. Oh, what high school did you go to? I went to such a, right. And they're having this friendly conversation and the conversation's over. And I turned to, uh, I turned to my wife in the black realtor and I said, oh, that was a nice lady. And, 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 and my wife was like that old bitch. <laughs> and, and, and the realtor's like, yeah, she thinks she's slick. She up here. Doing, I'm like, what are you talking about? And what it did was it, it, it reminded me that there's like an awareness that women can have that men well, will we'll miss the whole damn thing. We won't even see it, you know? And, and so what makes me feel bad for this poor guy is that, you know, he's falling, he falls, he's, he fell for a trick that a lot of guys fall for. Um, I don't necessarily feel sorry for him. But I do feel bad in the sense that he was only 18. You got to remember, you're talking about a kid. You ain't talking about a, a, a you're not even talking about a grown man, really. Your brain isn't even fully formed until you're 25 years old. So, so you're really talking about a kid, and I kind of feel bad for him. So, Jeff, uh, what what else would do not mean? So, how good is is uh, is is his brother at basketball? Like, how good is he relative to other NBA players? I mean, PJ is a pretty like obviously he's still a young player. He's only in the second year in the league last year, but I mean. He was good enough to go in the top in the lottery, so that means the top fourteen picks. He was the twelfth overall pick. He's doing all right, but they're, they're on a very young team down there in Charlotte. You got uh, Lavar Ball, some uh, Lamelo's down there. You got some other really young, talented players, all playing for Michael Jordan, all trying to you know make their way, all you know basically being a way better team, way better drafted team than they than Jordan's had ever done. So his career's on the up and up. Right. Like so his career is it's it's barely scratching the surface. I think he's going to continue to get better and better. And the problem with that is, is like he's going to have more and more women throwing themselves at him because he looks like an easy lick. Like he looks like an easy target because now mm -hmm. he has shown the capability or incapability of picking the right woman. Once again, 
a blind man could have told you Brittany Renner was not the person you were supposed to be. Like literally a blind man, like Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles Blind could have told you, stay away from this woman. You can, I mean, there's other women that you might want to be involved with or whatever, but this one ain't it. <laughs> this one, like, there's literally a video out there that she is telling you how to catch, how to get paid, women. Like if you're pretty, if you got a big button and smile, this is how you get paid. Get with a guy like a PJ Washington. Now, obviously, this is before she met him, but it is out there in the obvious in the internet detectives found it. So he has to show better, you know, better awareness of what's going on. Like you're not just a high school phenom anymore. Like you're a millionaire. Uh, I, I feel honestly. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it, it. Hopefully, he he's able to learn from this situation and is able to make better decisions uh, moving forward. But this one, yeah, this one's gonna cost him. This is well, gonna cost him. <laughs> well, well, let me show you all the post that really got my attention on this. Um, uh, Samaki Walker, uh, who who's a, a great basketball player at Louisville and uh, just a great guy who played for the Lakers, he shared um uh, this post that they're really kind of threw me off a little bit. I didn't get it at first. And then I kind of, I kind of was like, what? And it says PJ Washington has signed his baby mama, Brittany Renner to an 18 year deal that, which pays 200 K a month. The sources tell ESPN. And I was like, what, what? We got a baby mamas now. What did, did, did she come? Did she make the all-star game? Or like, what, what, what's going on? And, uh, and so I, I, I dug into it. And that's when I reached out to Jeff to try to, in my Instagram, by the way, this, uh, my Instagram, if you like, like intelligent conversations, follow me on Instagram. But, um, but yeah, so, so I saw this, right. And so here's what I did, right. In terms of trying to figure out, what what it really would look might look like, and so I looked up PJ Washington's salary uh, in the NBA. He makes about four million a year, and then I I just did a quick Google search, like about what percentage does child support take out of your check? And in the state of Illinois where I live, uh, they take about fifty percent of your total adjusted gross income <clears throat> that that you make together, right? So he makes four million a year. She makes maybe whatever an Instagram model makes, right? It's probably fine. It could be a decent amount of money, especially if she, you know, linking up with rich dudes or whatever. But, but I, let's make the assumption that her income is much lower than his, right? So, if, if you take that four million and chop it in half, you're talking about two million dollars a year, uh, and uh, two million dollars a year is about one hundred and sixty-six thousand dollars a month. Now, uh, here's the crazy thing, though: uh, the average NBA player after they sign that second contract after three years. Now you're going from four million a year to what? What, what about what number you think he, he might hit, Jeff? Easily fifteen to twenty. Easily, easily between. So say oh. say say twenty million dollars. Say twenty million dollars a year, and that's on the low end. That's on the low end. <coughs> <laughs> the average NBA player in 2019. Now this is 2019. Um, now okay, so let me go. Okay, 2019 it was 8.3 million, but. Uh, to your point, though, you're saying that you think he might make as much as like, did you say 15? Yeah, easily, easily. Well, because we're talking about a first round pick too. like the average oh. salary takes in second round guys, guys that are signed off the G League, whatever. Like PJ's an ascending player, a guy who's going to get a, a, a deal that's going to be like four years, 80 million dollars. Like that, that sounds about right for a guy like PJ Tucker. I mean, PJ Washington. And yeah, I, I believe it'll be. Yeah. Like <clears throat> well, let me ask you this. Do you think, <laughs> what do you think of the odds of PJ being the, um, let's say he signs his new deal, Jeff. So you're the, you're the sports expert. You know more about sports than 99% of the people out here. 
What do you think are uh, his odds of being in the top uh, 80 salaries in the NBA? Yeah, I can see it. Would you, yeah. you could see that? Okay. So pay attention, y'all. So I want y'all to listen. Guess what the 80th highest <laughs> player in the NBA made last year? His name is Jonas Balanciunas. 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 Thank you. I can't pronounce that shit, but it's interesting, right? <laughs> he made $14 million a year. So I knew, Je- I knew Jeff would have that number. Jeff has been a human encyclopedia for most of his life. I, n- I know his mama, and his mama's smart, too. She's an accountant, so I, I think it, it's got to be genetic. So 14 – now, so if I take that same logic, that same math we just did, and you take the $14 million and you divide it uh, by two, and then you assume it's over 12 months, you're talking about $580,000 a month, assuming he doesn't – become, you know, an all-star and start making big money off the court in addition to on the court. Yeah, because it's just NBA salary. Because, you know, all NBA players, or the good ones at least, get some sort of shoe deal. Pretty much all of them get a shoe deal. But you're talking about the big money in the shoe deal. So we're just talking about one stream of income, essentially, where NBA players normally have multiple. Mm, wow, wow. Um, everybody, I'm talking to Jeff Lightsey Jr., and we are talking about – uh, PJ Washington, the NBA uh, player, and his uh, uh, baby mama, if you want, I mean, whatever term you want to use, uh, uh, Brittany Renner, and uh, the fact that uh, allegedly she was plotting to basically get pregnant by an athlete in order to make a lot of money. And now that's all kind of being discussed. And uh, and I wanted to talk about it again, not because I want to make fun of him or her or anything. What people do is their business. It's more so about talking about how your relationships matter when it comes to protecting your wealth. Wealth protection is critical and uh, you got to protect yourself from bad situations. So if you're a guy that's, you know, putting your, your you know what, into every pretty girl that walks by, uh, you're taking a risk. Every time you do that, you're literally taking a risk. You're playing Russian roulette with your with your legacy, uh, with your economic future, not just with your body. Uh, that You know, again, that's your choice, but there's a risk there. And uh, and also, in fact, actually, that's one of the reasons why uh, we actually did a, a recent film uh, called uh, Till Death Do Us Part, which is about black family and black legacy and how that builds into something better. And so we uh, we're actually showing the film for free. If you want to watch it, uh, we're going to actually show part two tonight at 8 p.m. Uh, Tierra K.J. Williams is, is the director. If you want to join us, you can actually watch it for free. You don't have to pay a penny. It's a uh, blackmovienight.net. That's blackmovienight.net. So register at blackmovienight.net and join us tonight because, uh, you know, the thing about it is that, you know, I'm going to tell you, if you ever want to really go broke, if you're go, give me a yes or no. You really want to you want to know how to really go broke? Give me a yes if you want me to tell you the secret to making sure that you stay a, a, a broke ass Negro for your whole entire life. If you ever really want to go broke, here's the secret: get a either get a bunch of baby daddies or a bunch of babies mamas. Like become a baby mama and like a three four time baby mama, or become a three four time baby daddy. All the statistics. Now, don't get me wrong. Brittany Renner is not in that category, right? She got lucky. She went ahead and, and you know, she got she got her guy that's going to take care of her or whatever financially. Maybe she'll have another baby with another athlete. So it sounds like even with her, she's picking her investments wisely. Uh, you know, you got it. Like they say, you got to be this tall to get on the ride. <laughs> Your income got to be this tall to, to to get on that ride, right? Like she's 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 setting her own definition of what she sees as a standard. I'm not even judging that. That's just what she does, right? I wouldn't pick a woman like that, but whatever, right? That's what people do. Um, but a lot of people don't do that, right? They're they're not picking. They're not picking on any criteria, right? A guy sees a pretty girl. Oh, I gotta go hit that. 
Okay, you go do that. That, that, that. that might cost you, though. Cheap women are very expensive. Cheap Ooh. women are the most expensive uh, that there are. And then also, uh, you see women that will let any old dusty dude lay down in the bed with them, maybe because you're feeling lonely on a Friday night. Next thing you know, your children are traumatized because the daddy ain't shit, right? <laughs> you know? and, and so ultimately, I'm just telling you guys, uh, that family management piece is critically important. Um, I, I can, you know, I, I will say that, you know, when I when I decided to get married, pay attention now. I, I waited. First of all, I, I was like, when I was his age, I was like, I'm not trying to put myself in a scenario unless I'm 100 percent sure that that's really going to work for me. So I did take my time. But then, too, um, you know, when I got married, my wife had her own money. Right. So if you if you have money, if you are wealthy and Jeff, I'd like your, your thoughts on anything that I just said. But if you get to the point where you got a lot of money. Uh, you notice, pay attention now. Do y'all ever notice how when people rise up the economic ladder, they kind of change their circle? Magic Johnson's talked about that. He said, look, I can't, if you're down here, I can't, I, I'm, I'm trying to be here. I can't be here with you, mm-hmm. right? And, and it sounds snobby or whatever. It sounds like you're, you're being uppity, but but you can't. If you have a lot to lose, you can't really be doing too much entangling with people that have nothing to lose. So, so, so basically what I'm saying is that when you get something to protect, you, if you get with somebody else that's also protecting their own stuff, then you're less likely to get screwed than you are when you are literally sitting there on a pile of money and you're dealing with somebody who's flat broke. That's literally like having a big, gigantic buffet of food and, and your best friend is like hungry and obese. Like a hungry fat person is going to eat every piece of food on that table, even if they promise you that they're not. So, Jeff, what, what are your thoughts on what I just said? No, absolutely. You, you brought up one, two things. One, you said you talked about Magic. I remember Magic who was, who was doing this. He was doing an interview with uh, Maverick Carter, who was the business partner of LeBron James. And you know what LeBron James is doing. I mean, he's a billionaire. And Magic is worth a couple hundred million. And, and Magic said, he said, well, you know, now that I'm up here, the deal's got to be up here. I can't I can't talk and I can't associate myself with people that's down here because now I'm I'm lowering myself. I'm lowering my value. I'm lowering who I am. Like you don't know. If you if you want to talk, if you want to conversate, if you want to make some noise, we got to do it up here. We can't do we got to do it at a higher level. Also it reminded me of your conversation you had the other day with Dr. Frazier. Uh Dr. Frazier kind of said something similar. He's like, "Man, you you got you're building a web Right. His whole concept of that video that you showed on the channel was building a web and your web. When you build it, you become stronger and your unit has to be people that are willing to work and people that are willing to build that web. You can't have babies, mamas and babies, daddies or whoever that aren't trying to build towards something. Right. Like that. That is just holding you back. That's like starting all over every time you get something good. You know, whether you're PJ Washington, Dr. Boyce Watkins, Jeff Lights Jr., like you're building something and somebody just come and ripping it and you happen to start all over again. Now, you know, luckily for PJ, he'll be okay. But the fact is, you don't want to have anything unnecessary dead weight. Dr. Frazier also talked about being around people that are smarter than you. I don't know who who's in PJ circle, but the fact that nobody was smarter than him to let him know, hey man, uh, this probably isn't the right move, or maybe they did. I don't know. <laughs> he has to be around better people that are going to guide him towards the right thing. And the same with anybody that's watching it. You be you, when you associate with people who have with you something that you want to have or, or, or smarter than you, or that's going to help elevate you, then you're going to be a better person from it. There's no way around if and or buts around it. Like you are going to. To be a better person. <clears throat> well, you know, um, I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I agree with you 100%. And I think that when you're talking about, um, you know, about this situation, what was really, uh, what made me really feel bad for the poor guy is when he saw that video 
where basically uh, Brittany Renner effectively just says, if you ever want to get ahead financially, just, oh, you want to go get money, go get an athlete to get you pregnant. Like, you know, and, and she actually talks about athletes not using protection. And uh, and if you even recall, um, you know, RIP to Kobe Bryant. But I, I remember I was kind of surprised to hear that he, he slept with that lady in Colorado without protection. Now, again, I think rape is something you have to prove, but we ain't got to prove that they had sex. They, they pretty much confessed to that. Right. They both, you know, I just I just think you have to prove when you accuse somebody of something as terrible as rape. So that's why I was I was a fan of Kobe being left alone. But, you know, to me, I thought about this idea that you if you're talking about laying down with women who've literally been with hundreds, maybe thousands of men. And then also remember, as a man, you got a wife at home. You know, you bring whatever you get, you're bringing that home. You know, I mean, people don't know, like that's how they kill roaches. I don't know if you all know that or not. But like the roach motels, that's what they do. They they um they'll put the poison out and they'll get the the head of the, whoever's the hunter gatherer in the little roach family that goes out and, and gets the food. He'll go and grab the 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 poison food and he'll bring the poison back to the nest. And that's how they kill the whole family. So for the black community, you got to understand that sometimes we go out into the world and we grab poison, whether it's spiritual poison or physical poison or whatever kind of poison. And we bring that back to the family. That's why that role of, of, of a man being the head of a household is such an important role, because there's a lot of situations where a man making bad choices has destroyed the family. Some people in here, give me a yes in the chat if you know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all are in families that are absolutely obliterated because the head of the household didn't take his job responsibly. Right. Uh, and so so I, I think that I mean, don't get me wrong. We can't let Britney off the hook. I mean, you know, it, it, I mean, at the very I mean, I'm looking at it like, well, they played a game. They played a stupid game and she won the stupid game. You know, uh, he, he's playing the big booty game. He's chasing, you know, the, the, whatever she got going on you know, physically. And she was chasing what he had going on in his pocket. Right. And 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 uh, and I think that overall, uh, it, it's unfortunate to me. Tell me about this. What do you know about PJ's parents? I mean, does he have a mother and a father, like maybe a dad that could have talk to him about some of this uh, stuff? I don't know much about his family life. From what I understand, I believe both his parents are still together, and I believe that they, you know, he had, his family unit is intact. Now, I don't know that for a fact, but just from some of the things that I've seen and kind of read, that, yeah, he has a stable family at home, uh, but, you know what I mean? Like you said, I mean, he's still young, and, and I always revert back to that LeVar Ball saying, he was like, man, my sons will never find a good one. I mean, for whatever reason, he said, because the mm -hmm. fact that they they can't go the traditional route, they can't go find a woman at a library or at a church because they are, you know, the ball brothers, the Lamelo, Lonzo and Leangelo. And, and I'm their dad, LeVar, mm -hmm. because they are now public figures. And not only are they mm -hmm. public figures, they're six foot six, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. across the board. And they're really, mm -hmm. really good at basketball. They will never be able to find a good woman. Now, you can agree to disagree, but a lot of that does reign true because wherever you go, you are going to run into Britney Renners. <laughs> like, it's very hard to determine whether they're genuine or not, especially when you're under the age of 25. All of his sons are under 25. They're not really like the oldest one, I want to say, is like 23 or 22. So, yeah, it, it's really tough out here, man. It's tough. Well, you know what? Um what, what you said, that point you just made, you know what it made me think about, actually? It made me think about a guy uh, that we know uh, by the name of LeBron James, right? And um, and uh, and LeBron is, is – um, is, it came to mind because, you know, if you look at LeBron and you see him there, you see him in this picture with his beautiful wife, uh, you know, the the thing is – this is why – her name is not Sabrina. What is it? Savannah. 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 Yeah, his beautiful wife, Savannah, who's – 
Uh, and recently, Le- LeBron went out and um, you know he 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 did he did that what, what they call that some some of these weak guys call that simping. But he went out and simped for his wife and said, "I wouldn't be who I am without my wife." And uh, and let me just explain to you why that was some real grown man shit in my view, because LeBron's strategic. LeBron is smart. You know, LeBron uh, he built a billion by using his his brain his body was important for sure but there have been other great athletes that had tremendous skill you and i know guys right out of our home city of louisville who could have been lebron if they thought like lebron like i don't you may not even remember jeff a guy named tony kimbrough you remember tony kimbrough out of louisville yeah yeah his his son was in high school when i was in high school so yeah yeah tony kimbrough was right up there with lebron i mean top of the world recruited by everybody number one player in the country as a junior in high school could have been lebron but he didn't have this, right? There's other guys. We can we can go down the list just from our city alone. Every city though has its own Tony Kimbros or or potential LeBrons that didn't pan out. So why what, what what's strategic and what's powerful about what LeBron said? Well, first off, notice that Savannah is not a Brittany Renner. You know, LeBron didn't meet Savannah after you know as, as he's walking off the court after a big game. You know what she said? That was really that you were so good. No, he didn't meet her in in, in, in the stands. He met her in high school. He met her back when, don't get me wrong, back then he was still a star. He had potential. He's on ESPN as a high school kid, right? So, yeah. so it wasn't like he was an average guy, but this is this is that way back when type of girl that knew you before you became rich and famous and everything else. There's a value to that. <laughs> my my you know, my wife knew me before I became Dr. Boyce Watkins, whatever that means to people. She knew, she was surprised. She said, boys, all the, why are all these people stopping you to ask for an autograph? Why are people trying to take pictures with you, boys? I like, and, and, that, and I'm telling people right now that that gives a, that that's a type of security you have when you know where she's coming from. You know why she is interested in you. It's not just because of what you have or whatever. And, and so, so what, but, but here's the thing, right? I disagree with LeVar Ball when he says they'll never meet a good woman. Mm-hmm. Um, because studies show that women are naturally and biologically over a hundred thousand years of evolution naturally linked to men or attracted to men that have more resources and, and more power. You know, uh, I always use a giraffes as an example. Even female giraffes, y'all might not know this. Tell me if you know this or not. Even female giraffes are more likely to mate with male giraffes who have the most territory. Female does, a uh, female doe, a deer, a female deer, uh, uh, female deers. They when they look to go mate when it's mating season and they're starting to feel all you know all ready to to do the thing, they go search out the buck that is in the center of the pack. So they look for a pack of men. They all roll in groups like gangs, and they look for the buck in the very middle because the one in the very middle is the one who's holding down that central territory that all the all the other bucks wish they could have, but that they can't. They're not strong enough to maintain that. So the guy who's holding down the resources is the one that the female is attracted to. That's why the athletes and the wealthy people and the powerful people are considered the most attractive. So, so this is all natural. This is no different from the way men are attracted to women with pretty hair, nice legs, a nice booty, nice breasts, all the things that men like. And we don't, we don't criminalize men for that. We don't say, Oh, you're a bad person because you're attracted to a woman's body. Uh, if, if that was a crime that I, I went to prison a long time ago, right? You know, because <laughs> believe me, my wife was, my, I told her your brain was the first thing I noticed. And then there was other things I noticed after that. That's what made me fall in love. Right. So that's all okay. So, 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 so the same way. So think about this, right? So if I say that a woman is a gold digger just because she respects the fact that I'm financially secure, 
That's like saying that a man is a sexual predator because he appreciates a woman's body. That is not true. That is absolutely untrue. And I hope everybody in the chat gets what I'm saying here on this. But what what is really what what is true in my view is that there's a line. There's kind of a there's kind of um. A, a very subtle difference between the gold digger and the woman who just respects the fact that you're a medical doctor who makes half a million dollars a year, right? Uh, the gold digger is the one where if you stop making the half million, she's not, she's going to walk away. You know, that that's, and that's the problem athletes run into, right? Because you, you'll get these women that, that really, 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 really want you to keep making that money. And when you don't have that money, you're not interesting to them anymore. You're not attractive anymore because she can go find another broke, dusty dude from the projects that, you know, that's six foot five or whatever, right? That like all that's not, you know, so so I think that that's what the difference is. And, and really the only way to get around that in my view, man, is people got to take time to get to know people before you start having yeah. sex with them and making babies and shit. Like how are you going to lay down with somebody that you just met two, you know, three hours ago and done the proper vetting. <laughs> you haven't done the proper vetting. Yeah. Same thing's true with women. I, you know, you, you laid down with this dude, what you knew him for a week, and, and now y'all y'all got all these other things going on. Well, a lot of times if you let people, if you get to know people over a long period of time, they will tell you who they are. Absolutely. Like it's like it's like pay attention now. Here's the point. I'm gonna be quiet. I want you to respond on that. Pay attention, give me a yes or no. Do you if you agree with this statement? If PJ had dated this girl for a while. Maybe just checked her out from a distance. Like said, okay, I'm PJ Washington. I'm about to go make these millions. I got to make sure that I bet anybody that I let get close to me. It, it, if he had, had watched her for a little while, do you think that he would have eventually maybe seen that video that's that's all over the internet? Uh, this lady has 4.6 million followers on Instagram. And I'm seeing stuff in the chat where people said that she was Colin Kaepernick's side chick. If PJ had taken his time, do you think that he would have eventually found these things out? Yes or no? So that's the key, everybody. That's the key. It's just like investing. The best investors do their research. So before you, the most important thing you can invest in another person is your life, your energy, your body, your spirit. You invest in all these things in this person. Do your damn research. <laughs> People don't do their research. Oh, she looks good. Man, you see that ass, doll? I'm going to go hit that. She let me hit it on the first day. No, she, she didn't give you a gift. She cursed your dumb ass because you have been chasing the lady that you just met just because she got a nice booty. Are you serious? And you really think that's going to work out for you? It's not, especially when you have a lot to lose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. And the thing is, it's like you can't – it's like, you know, everybody knows there's a girl that's easy, right? That a girl that, that loves to jump from athlete to athlete, hooper to hooper, football player to football player, or even scholar to scholar, right? But you don't wife that woman, right? Like, you don't – like, that's not a woman that you take home to mom. That's not a woman that you – try to start a family with that's not a woman that because as soon as you know y'all become to a disagreement or whatever she's gonna move on to the next hooper or a basketball player or football player or whatever anyway right like so you're talking about people saying that she was with colin kaepernick and now she's with pj washington and then once this is you know become a thing and it's gone it's gonna be on uh, somebody else you know what i mean somebody replace her the lakers you know what I mean? she's gonna go from the hornets to the lakers or somebody to place for the the freaking tampa bay buccaneers or something like you can't like you just have to be just like how she she was strategic or is very strategic on who she's dating or who she's having babies with or whatever she's doing as a man you have to be strategic on who you lay down with as well so like that mm-hmm. is just the thing with pj especially when you're worth millions of dollars like the average man should be very very strategic and very very 
you know, cautious about who he lays down with for a number of reasons, not not just the financial reasons, just the health reason, right? Like you laying down, putting your thing and everything, and you could come and walk away with a whole bunch of health problems as well. But also when you're worth millions of dollars in this, this could potentially, you know, if everything goes, if, if everything is true, this could cost PJ millions of dollars in the long run. It could cost millions of dollars in the long run. And also he could end up having a sort of resentment towards his a part of his family because now he does have a child with this woman, right? Like, so there could be some animosity in the person who loses in the long run. Honestly, it's the kid. The kid who had nothing to do with anything could be the person or the who ends up losing in the long run because his dad hates his mom, his mom getting paid off his dad, and all of their business is out there on the internet, and it never goes away. Once it's out mm. there, it'll never go away, and this kid who's just born can be 25 years old, 25 years from now, and be reading about stories and seeing videos about how his mom could have potentially tricked his dad into having him, which ended up being the baby. Mm. Everybody, I'm, I'm talking to Jeff Lisey Jr. from the Black Boss Channel, and uh, we're talking about P.J. Washington and uh, his uh, a child's mother, Brittany Renner, and and um, and how uh, it appears that Brittany might have been running the game on him in order to get access to millions of dollars. Uh, do me a favor. Uh, please hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button, share this video with anybody that needs to hear this conversation. This is uh, real men talk uh, in terms of uh, – of what we, we should really be discussing about this rather than being reactive when things go wrong, maybe being proactive and intelligent about it is the, is the solution. So if you could please hit the thumbs up button right now, whatever platform you're on. And, um, and, uh, and we would appreciate that very much. So, so let me just lay out a thought too. I, I saw somebody that made an interesting point. Somebody made a comment with early when I was saying that maybe taking the time to vet people before you lay down with them uh, is a solution. And one guy, uh, and I hear, I hear his point. He said, that's not realistic. Uh, what, what he said, what I described is not realistic. And I completely get that. Oh, fine. I mean, that's what people feel. I understand that, uh, that, you know, that maybe it's not, you know, sex is a very powerful uh, feeling and, and lust and all these other things. And, uh, you know, even love is, is a really strong emotion. One of the greatest forces in the universe. Uh, and so I understand why it would be hard to do. And I totally get that. Uh, and 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 one thing I'll say, one thing I'll submit to you though is this: uh, anybody who thinks it would have been impossible, or really just too difficult for PJ to take the time to vet the women that he lets into his space, um, should ask themselves this question: How much focus, patience, time, and attention does it take to become one of the best basketball players in the entire world? Like, like I mean, you you so you're telling me he doesn't have enough ability to focus. He doesn't have the discipline to focus on what women he lets in his life. But pay attention now. It's not because he's not a disciplined person because anybody knows Jeff will be the first to tell you. I assume you'll agree that to become an NBA player, you've got to be uh, very, very disciplined. You got to be extremely committed to your craft. You got to be very consistent and dedicated. You have to be very patient in terms of doing the same thing every single day, uh, putting maybe 50,000 hours of, of, of work to become a player of that caliber. And then you still might not make it. You still might not get to the NBA. Right. So, so don't tell me that don't, don't tell me that he doesn't have the discipline to do that. No, what, what you're seeing is the culture, you know, uh, also don't tell me the, the, the lady of uh, Brittany, I'm, I'm looking for that video. Maybe Jeff, you can find the link to the video where she's talking about how athletes are dumb and, and, and yeah, check your Twitter should be in your, uh, on your Twitter uh, messages. In my Twitter messages. Okay. I'm going yeah, yeah, to okay, I'm I'm try to pull that video up. 
But uh, also when she said athletes are dumb, here's the thing I'm going to lay out to you guys. Most of the athletes, at least the NBA players I know, are not dumb. They are very intelligent people. Because think about this. You can't be stupid and um, and understand some of these complex offensive and defensive schemes. They In, in football, they get they, – you know, I remember – you know why I can play football, Jeff? <laughs> I was a great – uh, I was a great sprinter. I was I, I was strong. I always had muscles, and I could run fast. So they always recruited me for the football team because I was faster than every single player on the Ballard High School football team. Our football team sucked, but I was the fastest <laughs> player on that team. The reason I couldn't play football, I'm not making this up, is because I could not understand the plays. <laughs> the offense was too complex. I'm, I'm, I, they, they gave me this big old playbook, and it's like, okay, 44 blasts this way, and there's X's and O's everywhere, and I'm looking at it, and my ADHD's kicking in. I'm like, I can't learn all this shit. So so literally, I would just not know what to do. So the coach couldn't put me in because I didn't know the plays. Now think about this. I'm a, I'm a college professor now, right? I, I, I'm, very, I'm pretty smart, right? But I couldn't – football just did – I couldn't – wasn't smarter. So, so don't tell me athletes are stupid. They're not stupid. The problem is that your culture is stupid. You, you're in a stupid culture. You're not dumb. They dumb you down. If you listen to uh, the music that people consume, there's a d- deep connection between sports and hip-hop. Uh, that's why a lot of rappers and athletes are friends. That's why Jay-Z and LeBron are cool. That's why Tupac hung out with Mike Tyson. That's why, you know, you go back, and there's always these alliances between ath- uh, Drake and, and Drake and LeBron. And just all these rappers are always hanging out with the athletes. I saw James Harden on, sta- on stage with Lil Wayne or somebody, right? So so yeah. all these rappers and athletes roll together. So, so the cultures overlap. And let me just tell you, hip hop is a stupid fucking culture. Excuse my friend. Hip hop is a dumb culture. Why is it a dumb culture? It's not dumb because because the artists aren't brilliant. They're brilliant lyrically. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of the uh, the the messages being implanted in the in the subconscious mind of the black male are very very self destructive. We talked about this before, so I won't belabor this point. But if you go and you analyze any of these songs, because I I'm an I'm an analytical. I break it down. If you analyze the music and you're telling you're planting seeds in the subconscious minds of people. Again, my wife is an expert on the subconscious mind. We talk about this a lot. You're planting seeds into the subconscious mind of young black men that you should have as much sex with as many nasty women as you can, that you, um, that you should throw away your money. Just, just trick it off to whoever, whoever you can give it to Jake, the jeweler or whatever. Right. That's what the rappers like to go to. Let's like to give the money to Jake, the jeweler and Gucci and all sorts of stuff. People that don't even like your black butt. Um, you, you know, you're not supposed to respect women. You're supposed to hate women, right? That's a very anti-family message, right? You don't honor and love the black woman, right? In the 60s, they used to sing songs about like, baby, I love you. And I'll follow, I'll, can I walk you home from school and all that? Now I was like, oh, sit down, bitch. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, like just all this crazy. Stuff. You're simping if you do that. You're, you're simping, right? Doc? You're yeah, simping. yeah. Like you're simping, like being not, you mean being nice to a woman who's somebody, who's going to be somebody's mama? Like that's simping? I, I treat a, I'll treat a woman the way I would want somebody to treat my mama even yeah. if i don't like her that don't mean i gotta be mean to her you know but but you know people don't get that anymore right you, you keep going down the list and you literally are seeing a, a recipe for self-destruction so so this spills over into the culture when i was at university of kentucky where pj went to school and played basketball did i ever tell you jeff i used to work in the wildcat lodge where the basketball players live i didn't know that no i didn't know that yeah, yeah. Let me tell you the story, and then, then I, I want you to talk because I'm talking too much. But, but, <laughs> but when I went to the Wildcat Lodge, 
this was this was this fancy like it was like a luxury hotel basically that they created for the basketball players. Like like they they lived different from the rest of us. We didn't we always. Still do. It's, still do. it's no different yeah, now. Like day, right? <laughs> Kentucky basketball players are treated like royalty on the campus. So I worked in this building, the Wildcat Lodge, and I was the guy who would sign people in and sign people out. So anybody that came in the building had to sign, you know, I, I made them sign and I knew who came in and who came out. I would see the girls come in. I, and I, I would, there'd be certain players, a lot of them were black, right. And a lot of white girls, a lot of these groupies would come through and, um, and, and, and I would see one groupie come in at nine. She leaves at 1030. He, then another groupie comes in about 1130. She leaves at one. Right. And, 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 and I just remember thinking, man, there's a lot of women coming through here. And, and they were white women. And I'm, that just wasn't interesting to me, right? I've always been a try. I've always thought black women have a special sauce that nobody else can match. So the white girls didn't do. I didn't. It wasn't like I envied it, and I was like, oh, I wish I had white girls chase me. I. But but I remember just thinking, wow, there's a lot of girls like in the lives of these guys. And uh, and as I got older, and I reflect on that, I think about the fact that there are people that just, um, you know, are kind of trained to do that, and that that really it puts you at risk. That that's the thing, you know, like like you think that you're getting lucky, you think you're getting all these great opportunities, but really you're kind of letting a lot of bad energy into your space. You're letting a lot of people into your space who don't care nothing about you, and uh, and 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 it can you end up looking like Deshaun Watson. Mm, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. So, so tell me, in fact, tell me about Deshaun Watson. What what's what's his latest on that? So with Deshaun Watson, his cases still aren't settled, but I, it, it makes you think that they're headed towards that direction because he has reported the training camp. And the biggest reason why he probably reported the training camp, because every day he would have missed, he would have missed out on $50,000, right? Like he would have got fined 50 grand every time he would have missed a day. And he needs every penny he can get right now because he has over 20 sexual assault cases that even if he settles them, right, doc, I'm not a mad person. You're a mad person. What say if he, every woman gets a hundred grand, right? If you settle it where every woman, so what's 22 times a hundred thousand? Like it's you get that no, is probably how much money he'll end up, and that's me okay. just being he can he can that's like two point what two point two million, right? Two point two million. So that's yeah. why you can't get fine, and that's if they settle for two point two million. That's me saying every woman gets a hundred thousand. If every woman gets a hundred and fifty thousand or two hundred thousand, now we're doubling that, right? So that's why he couldn't afford to miss any days of training camp, but he is at Texas training camp right now. Uh, he's practicing with the team, but the team has uh, said they were going to, they're, they're looking for trades basically to try to wipe their hands clean with Deshaun Watson because, you know, his, his situation is still lingering. And that's mm. not to say he doesn't get suspended from the NFL, right? Scott, mm. I think Deshaun Watson is going to at least get suspended six games, six to eight games. I think that's the bare minimum. I don't, I don't see anything where he, does not miss any time this season. So if he misses eight games at and they take his salary away or or reduce it drastically, we're talking about a you know a $39 million salary cut in half because the NFL season is 17 games. So we're talking about cutting that in half. So going from 39 million to about 20 million or 19 million, that's just a big difference. Mm. Okay, yeah, interesting. So, uh, so Deshaun will still get a chance to play in the league, but he may be suspended by the league. And there are some teams that are either going to not want him or they're going to reduce the amount that they'll pay him. Is that is that accurate? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Interesting. And so it's 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 one of those interesting things where you. Um, you know, you, you, you think, okay, if Deshaun's guilty, you know, then that's a different conversation, right? Then he got, he got, he's getting off light as far as I'm yeah. concerned, he's not going to jail, right? But if he's innocent, 
And a lot of people, I know a lot of people want to believe anytime a black man is accused of anything, he was set up. Um, some, some people are not set up, right? So you never know, right? You never know one way or the other. But if he's innocent, um, you know, then you're talking about a situation where you have to ask yourself, uh, sure, you could you could just go the victim route, right? Black people were, were trained very well on being victims. We're we're really good at being at, at, at seeing ourselves as victims in every context. So you could just say it just happened, you know, nothing you could do about it. It could happen to anybody. It could happen. It could happen to me. It could happen to you, right? And uh, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, uh, belabor that point. I, I I'll just say this: if if you are selective about the women that you're in private with then that probably significantly, definitely significantly reduces the likelihood that, that people can accuse you of things. Minimize you know, risk. You're minimizing yeah, risk. Yeah. And, th- and this is something that maybe, maybe, maybe people haven't had enough time to think about this, but I think about everything for a long time. And I, I still remember uh, our friend uh, Ice Cube, who, who's come on this platform many times. He's a, he's a friend to the platform and I, I, I respect him. Um, he had a great song a long time ago that I listened to when I was a little older than you. Uh, I, I'd been, a, it was great to become his friend because I've been, a, I've been a fan of his for a long time. And he had this song from uh, the 90s called Ass Over Cash. And, and the, the whole premise of the song was that you have men who think with their penises and then you have men who think like bosses, you know. And what he was basically saying is that when you are uh, out here uh, engaged in and what he what, what might be called simp behavior to, to me, simping uh, that, that word simping can be used in, in, in this context. To me, a simp is not a guy who loves a woman, right? Because if you love the right woman, then you're you're a good man. There's nothing wrong with being a good man. To me, a simp is a person who allows the uh, the physical and emotional vulnerability of of a lack of sexual discipline to put you into really stupid ass situations that you never would have been in if you had been thinking on a more intelligent level. So simping to me would be um, I'll give you one example. Uh, I know I know a lot of cops. And one thing that I heard from the cops is that they they one way that they solve a lot of crimes is that a guy will go and do something illegal, like kill somebody. And then he'll he'll fall in love with a girl and they'll be and, and they'll be laying down and they'll start having pillow talk and he'll feel all vulnerable and stuff. And he'll be like, well, I got something I got to tell you, but I haven't told anybody. And then next thing you know, they break up. Because uh, he, he she catches him with another with another girl, so she gets revenge and she goes to the cops. She, they they said they solve a lot of murders that way, actually, right? So that that taught me that if you ever do anything like if you ever kill somebody, I told my wife, I said, if I ever kill somebody, you'll never know. And y'all, the only and, and she, but she said, she said, but if you ever kill somebody, I'll help you bury the body, right? That's a ride or die. I was like, thank you, baby, I appreciate that. But just so you know, I'm not going to bring, I'm not going to involve you, right? And the second thing, uh, when you talk about that simping thing. It's like another definition of that, in my view, is when you are so quick to go lay down with any pretty girl that walks by that you make yourself vulnerable. Um, And this is a true story. This is real stuff. I'm not you know, I I don't live in in, in the theoretical world. The theory only helps you if it helps you understand the practical. So I knew I knew I heard a story from a um, a lady who was a a butt doctor who used to uh, work or she would work for a butt doctor that would give injections to strippers. I might have told you this story because it happened when Lawrence Taylor got accused of of, of sleeping with the underage hooker. And one thing that she said is that 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 her friends uh, would strategically plan uh, how they could get men to go lay down with them. They pretty much just said men are stupid. Men will just, if they think you're cute, they'll lay down with you or whatever. So what they would do is um, uh, one of them, one of the girls is real pretty. This true story, y'all, I'm not making this up. She worked for a, uh, a kingpin in, uh, in, in Baltimore. 
And what her uh, boyfriend in prison would, would do is he would give her orders from prison and, and he would have a rival gang member he wanted to kill. And he would say, here's what I want you to do. Here's his, he goes to this barbershop. I want you to come in there, wear a tight outfit, show your booty. He, he, he's a sucker for a pretty girl. And then I want you to get him back to the hotel, get him naked where he's, he's not, you know, he's, he's vulnerable. And then we're going to go in there. We're going to kill him. And that's literally how they, they actually did their murders. This is not making this stuff up. So, so to me, if you were to use that word simp uh, in the right context, that to me would be the definition. It's when a man allows the things that he wants to tempt him uh, into situations that make him vulnerable and causes him to lose the defense of, of what he's got, what he's supposed to protect. Like a man's supposed to protect his kids. He's supposed to protect his woman. He's supposed to protect his wealth. And so if you allow people to pull you into sucker situations, like, oh, there's another pretty girl. I got to sleep with her too. Then you're going to, you're going to lose it all. You're not going to be able to protect anything. Uh, you know, in, in my view. So Jeff, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. And, and like you said, it, it kind of goes back to what you were saying. It, it's the hip hop culture and not just influencing the athletes, but influencing the modern day black man, right? Like when you get your favorite artist, your favorite rapper, your favorite, whoever tell you go out here and, and, and sleep with as many hoes as possible, make it rain in the club, blow all your wealth, uh, just put babies in whoever, don't pull out, do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like that influences the culture. And so not just athletes with millions of dollars, but, you know, Tommy Joe down the street who got, you know, $20 to his name, you know what I mean? And, and it creates this, this cycle of our people where, you know, this guy who, who wants to live like the rappers or whatever, think he got a whole bunch of women, sleeps with a woman, has a baby with a woman, but he don't got $20 to his name. So Obviously, he's not going to take care of the kid. And now you have a single mom who we know what that does to black women's, you know, single mom, black wealth. We know what that, you know, that's like the bottom of the bottom. Right. And now you have another child who doesn't have a daddy. Right. So if it's a woman, she has daddy issues. If it's a son, he ends up being just like his daddy. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Or the chances yep. <laughs> of him being just like his daddy are greatly are higher, very significant. So, like, it, it creates this constant cycle. It's all just very disturbing. And, and it's these are the chains that we have to continue to break and, and listening to platforms like this and going out here doing studying and really like really, really being like, nah, man, I, I ain't going out like this. I ain't going out like no sucker like no because those like you said, those kind of people are the real simps, the ones not taking care of their families, the mm -hmm. ones are not uh, projecting great energy and putting, you know, financial literacy at the forefront, putting their woman at the forefront, putting their family at the forefront of everything mm -hmm. that they do. Those are the real simps. And those are the people that are creating even more simps, right? They're creating. Right. Even yeah. Your, your son's going to be just like you because he's got a weak daddy. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, I, I agree a hundred percent, you know? Um, and, uh, and so let me read a comment here. I want to say, uh, first of all, everybody hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up button. We are still talking about PJ Washington and Brittany Renner. And, um, but I wanted, I like the idea of having a broader conversation so we can become more intelligent black people uh, as we go along. And so uh, here's a comment. Let's see. Jojo left a $10 donation. So your comment goes on the screen. Let me read this. It says PJ is a beta. His work ethic is alpha, but his men mental maturity is beta. PJ is the beta that hoes want to marry after friend zoning him for years after they waste their 20s on guys like Future. OK, so what do y'all think? Do you think that um, that men are uh, are being like I think the thing about like Sierra and Russell Wilson, right, uh, where, you know, people think Russell Wilson's a sucker because, uh, you know, he got with Sierra after she dated Future in her 20s, which clearly Future was a mistake. Future is a loser um, in every sense of the word, in my view. 
Uh, he, he only seems like a winner because white people pay him lots of money to poison black people. But y'all, because you're white supremacists, we have a lot of white supremacists in the building who don't even know it. You honor him because white people gave him money. That's literally it. If he had no money, you would be like, man, look at that guy. He's a drug addict. He ain't he ain't helping nobody. He ain't taking care of his no, kids. He's not a drug addict, Doc. He promotes taking drugs, but he doesn't actually use drugs. And that's even worse. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's even worse. But you, but you should know what this is doing to people, but you don't care. because you know. So maybe a predator then. Maybe that's that's a better term. And, uh, and, and so... So uh, Russell Wilson and Future. A lot of people have said that 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 Russell Wilson's a sucker for dating Future and loving her and taking care of her kids. Um, what what are your thoughts on that? Just the, that whole debate over Russell Wilson and Future, uh, Russell Wilson and uh, Sierra. Well, you're allowed to make mistakes, man. Like I mean, if if, if we were judged by the mistakes that we made and weren't allowed to be better people, hell, I would have stopped being a better person. You know. 15 years ago, you know what I mean? And I'm only 25, right? If I was, if I was stopped, like you can't be better right after your first mistake. Well, then you never grow, right? Sierra obviously was someone who, who came up in the entertainment industry, right? She was a performer, singer, songwriter, dancer, whatever. And she got with another guy that was in the entertainment industry and, you know, bad judgment, early twenties, they have a child. Then after she has her child, she changes her life clearly and her values in a man change clearly because to go from future to Russell Wilson lets me know the growth in your mentality. I mean, they're nothing alike. Like they're like, if you could find two polar opposites of people, like they're, they're absolutely nothing alike. And, and the thing about Sierra and the thing about Russell, they made each other better. Like Russell was a little corny, right? Like Russell can be a little corny at times. He tells dad jokes. He does some stuff, but he's a superb athlete and he's even a better husband and father is what it looks like, at least on paper. He's even better. He's he's a, like one of the top play, paid quarterbacks, a Hall of Fame quarterback. And he's an even better dad and father, dad and husband. And he treats future son, which they ironically named future, better than his biological dad if you asked i mean i I guess i wouldn't you wouldn't put a child on the spot but just from what i see on social media and what's displayed it's like russell and sierra have two children with each other right and then obviously she has the child with future and that they ironically named future he treats baby future just as good if not better than his own biological children so if you think that is some sucker stuff, some simp stuff, then I, I mean, you, you have mental problems because the fact yeah. that he was able to accept and love that. And, and, and okay, me, Sierra, if she, if she probably wouldn't call her child a mistake, but maybe being in that relationship probably was a mistake. But the fact that she is able to grow and learn from that, I don't see any problem with that at all. Yeah. Well, you know, to me, uh, to say that, you know, Russell Wilson um, is a sucker for uh, loving future and taking care of a child. You know, that's a lot like um, telling a woman that you're a sucker for dating a guy who went to prison, you know, and uh, and sometimes that is a bad choice. If he if he still has a prison mentality, right? if he's still if he's still thinking like an inmate, then, yeah, that's a bad choice. But there are a lot of guys. I know a lot of men who have done time in prison who came out as better men. Than, than the than the average man, not even better than most inmates. I'm talking about better than most people. Like I, a lot, some of the guys. Anybody ever know a guy that goes to prison and literally comes out and he's smarter than a college professor because last he's I checked, Malcolm X went to prison, right? Am I wrong? Ooh. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, I'm just making sure. Like it, there you that, go, Detroit Red. Detroit, Detroit Red. Red went to prison. Like I, last I yeah, checked. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Right, right. So sometimes, uh, you know, I mean, women don't go to prison as much as men, but sometimes. Women can go to uh, relationship prison, 
or they can go to emotional prison. And uh, sometimes they come out and they come out uh, with, you know, after enduring the same type of abuse that you feel when you're in prison. I mean, if anybody's ever been, anybody in here ever like know what, can think about that feeling of being in like a terrible relationship where it feels like prison (laughs) and you get out and you can suddenly breathe better because you literally feel like an inmate who's been let out of their cell, you know? And and so, um, you know, I I think that that is um, uh, just kind of an interesting way of looking at the world. I mean, clearly people have a right to, choose who they want to be with. But one of the things I think that guys want to think about is you can't go dating, choosing the women you date based on what other people are going to think about your relationship. You know, like when a guy says like, um, like when I, when I, when I, when I married my wife, I wanted to marry a woman my same age. You know, I could have married a younger woman. There, there are women everywhere. There, there's a lot of them. Very nice, very pretty, very smart, all age ranges. But that's, that's one of the perks that come with having a little bit of status or whatever. But I wanted a woman that was closer to my age so she would understand me. I wanted a smart woman by my side because I wanted a good teammate who was a tough person who could help me think better and just become a better human being and challenge me to improve the areas where I was very weak. And uh, and I remember I had guys that almost got offended by that, like almost <laughs> like they, they they were like, you could have done so much better. You could have got you a, a 30 year old. Why are you going to marry a woman your age? I'm like, that's what I wanted to do. You asshole. Like, why are you? And I'm not picking my wife based on your criteria. Like what? What? She's not an accessory. She's not a new car. You know, but then again, when I pick a car, I don't pick a car because I'm trying to impress you. I've impressed enough people. I don't need to impress you. My ego is intact. You know, like my self is solid, man. I don't yeah. need you to say, "Way to go, bro!" For me yeah. to feel like I'm making. You don't need to go feel- show off. You don't need to go show yeah. off. I don't need to show off. People that need to show off are are reflecting the deep seated insecurity that they need. They need that external validation so yeah. they can feel better about themselves. So, so I think that with Russell Wilson, what I like about Russell and Future, or somebody Russell, Russell and Sierra, not Future. I don't like Future. Future's <laughs> put him to the side. Um, I like about what I like about Russell is that Russell says, "I don't need to prove to you that I'm a real man. I play for the fucking Seattle Seahawks. I, I, I you know, I get chased down the field by 350 pound linemen who are six foot five and run a four five forty yard dash. Right, like, like I, I play against steroid infused athletes on a daily basis, and I've won Super Bowls. You haven't done that. My contract is at least what a hundred million, two hundred million. How much? What's he, makes, he makes about he makes about thirty eight million dollars a year just from Seattle. Now he's got <laughs> endorsements out the wazoo, by the way. But that, yeah, he, he gets about almost forty million a year just from playing football. Right, right. So uh, what I like about Russell. Russell's like, I make more money in a week than most of y'all punks make in a five year period. I don't need to prove anything to you. So, so you know what their revenge is on the world. That I think th- this is why I think that cu- couple is so awesome is. Russell and Sierra's revenge is we're just going to get on Instagram and show you how how happy we are as you live through your crappy, dysfunctional life. You go ahead and you go out here and keep looking up the guys like Future. I mean, every time you see Future, any any story that you find anywhere on the Internet, I challenge you all to do this. Any story you find on the Internet about Future involving his children is a negative story. I, I, I promise you. Pay, I, I, let's take that bet. Go look on the internet and look up any story involving Future and his kids. Because I think he had a, a one situation where he was at a, his his son's birthday party. He threatened to kill his mother in front of the the baby or something. Some just some old stuff that's like completely reflective of every negative stereotype that exists about black people. You know. So so I, I think that when you when you get to the point where you're honoring the wrong things. You got to understand you're really killing yourself because it's very anti-community. It's anti-family. It's anti-black people. 
right? That's what the clan wants. They want you to hate each other. They want you to kill each other. They want your children to not exist. That's what they do. So, Jeff, um, let. by the way, man, I, I, I was planning on having a prolonged conversation. So you can hang out. Or you, if you got to go, you can go. Did you? Did no, you I'm, I'm going to go, man. Okay, I'm, great. All right. So do me a favor, everybody. Please hit the thumbs up button. Hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. And uh, also, if you're into <clears throat> healthy, intelligent black people, we actually have a new movie uh, called Till Death Do Us Part, directed by Tierra K.J. Williams, which is an extension of our Black Love Blueprint series. I told you guys we need to have a black-owned movie industry. We don't just talk about it. We are about it. We're actually doing it. We've made about six films now. They've been seen by millions of people, so we are getting it done. And uh, and this film is for free. You can watch it totally for free. We're doing the red carpet. It's a six-week red carpet, and uh, we're going to show it tonight at 8 p.m., uh, and you just register at blackmovienight.net. So register at blackmovienight.net. Bring your popcorn, bring your kids, bring your baby mama if you want to, whatever you or your husband, your wife, all of that. And uh, we're going to watch this movie and we're going to talk about healthy relationships and how to get along with each other. That's the goal of this project. Uh, <clears throat> so please hit the thumbs up button. So let me, you know what I did, Jeff, man? I I did, I became an internet detective while, while, you were, uh, while you were breaking stuff down. And I looked up this lady, Brittany Renner, <clears throat> who's, um, with uh, who uh, PJ's baby's mama, and I looked up her Instagram, right? So, so here's her Instagram, right? And and there she is riding a horse, I guess for whatever reason. And uh, <clears throat> here's another picture. So, so apparently she takes pictures. Uh, I guess they call these thirst pics uh, to basically uh, get get her four million fans. I'm sure ninety eight percent of them are men. And um, <clears throat> let's see, let's it's cleaned look. up a lot. I, I, I've I've seen Brittany Renner's pictures before and after her kid or before and after she got pregnant. It's a lot different. Now go back, Doc. Go back. Go back. Okay. Go back oh, to the yeah, picture, the picture with the other oh, woman. Look at this. Look at this. It looks like did, did she like kind of like what do you call it when you when you scrape or clean your social media? Yeah, she she cleaned it all up. It's all it, I mean wow. six pictures on there, but what are those pictures that you showed with her, another woman, and that other woman holding her baby? And this is like I said, all the signs are there for PJ to stay away from this woman. That woman that was holding her baby is a lady by the mm-hmm. name of Tiana Trump. Now, caution for those who look up the name Tiana Trump. Tiana Trump is a porn star, right? So, like that is so that's why it's like. You, you got to be smart about these things, PJ. Like everybody, yeah. This woman is is an adult film artist, is what we're gonna call her. She works in the adult film industry, and she's sitting there holding uh, this kid's baby. This is her friend. This is who she hangs out with. Uh, you, you you gotta you, you just gotta be careful, man. <laughs> you just gotta be smart about. Wow. It. So she's um okay. So she's in a relationship with this girl, like. Is that is she with this girl or is it no, just, it's just like her friend? It's just like her friend, but they hang out. They, you know what I mean? Like, you know, birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. You know, that, that old saying holds true in a lot of ways. Ninety nine percent of the time. Well, let me let me just go ahead and say this then. I, I feel very bad for him, you know, and the reason I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it like that is because he didn't deserve it. Um, He's he's a kid, you know. And um and I and I know the internet's having a ball with it, yeah. but you know a lot of us. It, I don't give me a yes or no in the chat if you did things at the age of eighteen that you'd be embarrassed to talk about right now. Like everybody, let's do a quick confessional. How many of you, you know, when you look back at age eighteen, can think of things you did? I raised both hands because I did stupid stuff. Well, you 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 were like, man, I hope nobody finds out about this, or you look back on it and you're like, oh my god, I would never do that again. And remember, eighteen-year-old. The eighteen-year-old brain is not even fully developed. That's something that psychologists will tell you. So um, I really feel bad for him. I mean, man. So now it's like, 
I got a not only did I have a baby with this lady, but but like she's hanging out with porn stars and, and, and I'm going to have this child growing up in this environment. You know, that that's got to be stressful. Not I mean, even beyond the money I mean, the money's bad enough. But now you've got to find a way to get along with this. person. This person's they're linked for life. Really? Like she's like a big walking STD in his life. Like she's the STD you can't get rid of, right? Where literally she's gonna be there in his mix forever because he's gonna he's gonna have money for the rest of his life. So she's always gonna show up where the money's at. She's gonna show up to get her stake. How do you move forward from that? How do you even build anything that's gonna because remember you, you now the goal is to raise a healthy baby. That ain't gonna happen. How do you move on from that, Jeff? What are your thoughts? I mean, it's tough. And then you got to imagine, like I, I talked about this earlier, he's only 22, right? So at some point, you're going to want to like try this again and really try to get a family and start a family, have, mm. a, have a child or, uh, you know, children by another woman. But you also have to deal with that, like the baby mama mm-hmm. drama is what people call it. So, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's not impossible. It's not impossible at all. He is d- definitely still very capable of having a fulfilling life with another woman that actually, you know, love him and maybe not the money so much and love what he is as a person and not just what he does as an occupation. But it is going to be tough. We're not going to act like it's easy. But like you said, like you talked about it earlier, making it to the NBA was tough. Being one of the best people in the world at basketball was tough. And PJ wasn't PJ wasn't like LeBron, right? Like he wasn't a phenom, right? He was really good in high school. But at Kentucky, he had to go for two years. Now, we know following Kentucky basketball, anybody that follows college basketball, the guys in the UK don't stay two years most of the time. They do one year, the John Walls, the Anthony Davis, the Carl Anthony Towns, the Devin Bookers, the, all these guys. They do one year, and then they go make a million dollars, uh, you know, millions of dollars in the NBA. PJ actually had to come back for his sophomore year because he wasn't as good after his freshman year. But his sophomore year, his game went to another level. So that tells you the discipline that he can take, you know, as an athlete. He just has to apply that same discipline to his life. Mm. Well, uh, everybody, do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the thumbs up button. Uh, share, subscribe. I'm talking to Jeff Lysey Jr. from the Black Boss Channel. And we're talking about uh, P.J. Washington, the NBA player, and this real interesting thing with his baby's mama. Uh, and uh, basically it looks like she was planning to get pregnant by an athlete from the very beginning. And uh, and so uh, if you could, please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. I found that video, by the way, Jeff, the video where she is basically saying, um, you know, uh, if, if athletes are stupid, get pregnant by an athlete. And um, and I and so let's watch that video. I'm going to play this video. I'm going to try to share my audio real quick. Give me a second, everybody. Hopefully the audio will come through. Let me see here. All right. So I'm going to hit this and I'm going to play it now. First people to deal with are the athletes. None of them use condoms, really. So if y'all really want to try to come up off a check off a of man, you could just fuck an athlete. They're really done. <laughs> First people to deal with. Okay. So let's play it again. Did y'all hear that? Give me a yes if you could hear what she just said. Yeah. Athletes. None of them use condoms, really. Okay, so she basically said if you want to come up off a check on an athlete or, or she said if you want to come up off a check, uh, have sex with an athlete because they're really dumb. And um, I don't use condoms. <laughs> Oh my god! And yeah, she did say that. She did another video yeah. where she did say that the athletes. Don't well, she use said condoms. it in that one. She said it. Said uh, none of them use condoms. Really, if you want to come up off a check, sleep with an athlete. Like that's literally what she said in the video. <laughs> ah! <laughs> 
Yeah, it's wow. it was all right there. It, it laid she laid out the blueprint for every Instagram model, every pretty girl, every person with any kind of following, any person that has access to an athlete. You want to come up yeah, off a check, you want to make some money. This is what you can do. Kit laid it out there and executed the plan. I can't can't take the ignorance <laughs> anymore. I'm oh my god. The negatory is so strong up in here right now. Oh, Lord. We need some holy water for all the negatory in the building. <laughs> that is, God, man, I'm at a loss for words right now because the video, first of all, I want to thank Brittany Renner because she she's changed some lives with that video. She really has. There are some uh, intelligent people who are going to watch this video and are going to say, wait a minute, let me think about this thing real quick. Let me think about this culture that I, that I believe in so much. And let me rethink my life. Let me make better choices. Um, intelligent black people. I, I need intelligent black people to see what the ignorant people are doing. So you can know how to avoid them when you see them. So you don't get the zombie bite because so, <laughs> so many people are just zombies I mean, zombies, meaning they've been programmed. A zombie doesn't think a zombie just acts on instinct you know, they just use that monkey brain, what they call the monkey brain, right? Zombies don't logically think through anything. Zombies, you know, so so you have a zombie virus in your community because you have people that literally live like uh, the, without processing information properly. So so she. Well, Doc, I also want to throw out there too is that being an athlete. So Brittany Renner is now in two industries, right? She was an Instagram model. That's kind of how she made a name for herself. But now she's in a totally different industry that is an industry in itself, and that's being the baby mama of an athlete, right? So now she yeah. will be allowed to be invited to the Love and Hip Hops, I mean, of the Basketball Wives, all the reality shows, all the places she might not have had access to. Now that is an industry, and now she'll be able to capitalize and monetize off that in a totally different space, not to mention the child support checks she'll probably get every month. So that, mm. so that is literally an industry that is spreading more rapid than the damn coronavirus. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it is, it is spreading. It is, it's got a lot of our people in a chokehold, and it is not going anywhere anytime soon. Well, you know, the, well, the reason the video hit me so hard was because, you know, you, you see this really beautiful young lady, right, who clearly is, is poisoned and toxic. You know, so like maybe I don't I can only imagine how she what she went through as a kid that made her even just that cold blooded in terms of, you know, that that behavior. Right. Um, you know, I mean, it takes a certain mindset just to become an Instagram model anyway, where you're showing booty for a living. You know, like that's that that's it. And you're hanging out with porn stars. So chances are she's had some real crazy experiences, probably some horrible experiences with men that have led her to. Um, just say, okay, men are an accessory. They're a commodity. You get your money and you move on, right? Like, you know, shallow people attract shallow people. That's what they, they kind of do. And, um, and but but to hear, when I heard the video, what it made me think about was, um, you know, one, the fact that that a lot of athletes are committed to this very dumb culture of just sleeping with all these different women. But then two, the idea of the fact that, that they're not wearing condoms um, what that really says to me, it goes uh, to another level. It's not just what she said or the types or, or what men should look out for, right? That's what simple people are going to simple people are going to say, oh, well, you got that's why you got to watch out for these gold diggers. Da, da, da. We know that, right? Yeah, don't date gold diggers. That's what you're not supposed to do. But it really also speaks to everyone else, all of us. 
You know, if you know that there's this whole culture of people that are not protecting themselves sexually, that are making these crazy choices, you know, uh, you know, so that means that if you are a, a regular dude and you, you meet that girl who's who's been around with a bunch of guys who do this, who do that type of stuff, um, you got to think about that. Like, so, for example, the difference between me and Russell Wilson is that I never would sleep with Sierra in the first place. I, I wouldn't no disrespect to Sierra. I'm not ma- I'm not saying that her past, you know, can't be overcome. I think she has a right to be a mother and to be happy and everything else. But just the fact that you laid down with Future, that right there says a lot because Future raps about, you know, two, three women at the same damn time. He had a whole song about it, right? Like this man's probably, you know, this man, you know, he's a walking CDC alert. You know, like like seriously, and, and people don't think about that. People don't even talk about it. It's real weird. You know, or if you're a woman and you meet some tall, handsome man that's, you know, that's an, it, no, I, like I'll tell you this. I know some real smart women. I know a lot of women that got PhDs that are super sharp and the smartest ones. Uh, you know, I, I know smart, beautiful women who literally have said, I'll never sleep with an athlete. I don't I don't I don't mess with that because they, they get around too much. They messing with too many different women. And I'm not trying to have you bring an STD home because I'm gonna have to kill you in your sleep. Like I know I know women who think that way. Right. But then there are people who just fall for the, the simple stuff. They just think if the person looks good, you just pretend like they're safe and healthy. You know, but now think about this, right? We live in a world where everybody's scared of, of COVID. Like, oh, I got to be careful. Got to wear my mask. Got to make sure I get my shot, right? Okay, fine. Go get your shot, wear your mask. But you also got to wear your mask on your, you know, when you have sex, right? You know, you, you have to, you know, like, like it, it's, it, I don't understand why there's not more conversation about that, that you literally have super spreaders all throughout your community. The, the fact that she just laid down the, the this this idea that you know that you can go get money by having sex with an athlete because they don't use condoms, so she's presenting that as an opportunity, as a business opportunity. She's telling women, she's like, "I'm about to let y'all in on some game, and uh, all you gotta do is if you want if you want to come off of that check, just go sleep with an athlete. They don't be using condoms anyway. And, so, and so you gotta know that from experience, right? 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 right. And, and, and think about this, right? So there's there's some young girls watching, like. Okay, so that's how I can get this money. So they're thinking, oh, all I got to do is go find some athlete who's had sex with 3,000 women with no condom, and I can be 3,001. <laughs> do, 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 does anybody talk about what happens when, when – I don't – Am I? do I sound preachy? Do I sound – you know, maybe I just sound old-fashioned. You know, but, but, but I mean, am I the only one who thinks about these things? I don't know. What do you think, Jeff? No, I mean, like, I, I'll tell you – that is, it's something that's discussed, but it ain't. It's like taboo. It's like something that you know is there, almost like the elephant in the room. You know it's there, but you don't speak on that, man. Like, you, you're trying to get out here and get some girls, man. We're not going to talk about what could potentially happen, because the baby is the best case scenario. The worst case scenario is you get something that you can't ever get rid of, that you got to go get, uh, you know, checked up and get certain shots all the time. You know what I mean? Like, that. that's mm-hmm. something where you got to go to the doctor's office once a month because of whatever reason. You know what I mean? So, like like I said, the baby is literally, and costing you potentially millions of dollars is the best case scenario. The worst case scenario is you get something that you can't get rid of and that it, in, in the long run shortens your life. So, and you know, and, and health is more important than wealth because you can have all the wealth in the world, but if you ain't healthy and if you're not there to, to spend it or there to pass it down or there to divvy it up between your family, then there ain't no point of having a whole bunch of money or even garnering a lot of wealth if you can't be healthy enough to see what ends up happening with your own money. So, yeah, no, it's like I said, it's like the elephant in the room, but it's just 
very, very quietly, we just go ahead and get past all of that, all of that STD stuff, like as if it isn't real, but it's very much so real. Yeah, it's like it's like out of sight, out of mind, I guess. And I, I'm not telling people how to live their life. Um, I saw one guy who said I sound like a nerd hater. I, I probably am. I am. A, I'm definitely. I'm a proud nerd, and I'm and, and I'm not. I'm not so much a hater because I don't care what. I, I mean, how people want to live their life is how they live. But I'm definitely. If I see some BS, I'm gonna call it out, and I don't care. I can literally stand by myself and be disagreed with by a million people, and I'm gonna stand by my point. Uh, because remember, you're, you're talking from the perspective of a failed black community. You're talking about a community that isn't getting what it wants. We're not succeeding in a lot of areas. Uh, our kids are not getting But it's because of that mindset, though, Doc. It's because mm-hmm. people think that what you're saying is nerd hater, right? Like, if they thought, like, damn, like, what he's saying is real shit. Like, they wouldn't – we wouldn't be a failed community. But because so many people think that what you're saying – but uh, I don't know, not getting STDs. I don't know, not having a bunch of baby mamas. I don't know, actually building wealth and not, you know, having it deteriorate because of doctor's visits and child support, right? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, if you had that nerd hater mentality, you know, if you got rid of that shit, like that stigma, and, and stop listening to the people that tell you that that's nerdy, <laughs> that nerd is a hater, then we wouldn't be a failed community. But that is why we are a failed community. I think we're building in the right direction, but there's still a lot of roaches around, right? Like we're stomping the roaches, but we need a damn ex, uh, uh, exterminator to come through and get rid of this stuff. And and some, you know, some might survive, some might not. But we, it's that mentality is what's holding us back. People saying that that stuff is being a nerd and a hater is the exact mentality and why we are in the place that we are now. Oh yeah, I, have, I, you know, I, I'm comfortable in that position um, because I, I, you know, one of the things I think is true too is the B1 community is not a failed community. Um, you know, the people in the B1 community are wealthier than the average American, not just the average black American, but the average American. We do surveys on you guys. Uh, you are more educated. Uh, you have healthier families. You're more likely to be uh, happy with your wealth, your relationships, everything else in between. Uh, so and it's because you're making the right choices. Right. So whenever uh, whenever I say things like this, when I'm when I'm pushing things in a different direction from the, where the masses are going, I already know what the reaction is going to be. I'm going to get some people that are going to say, you sound, you know, you, you that sounds whack. That sounds stupid. And uh, and what I would say to people like that is uh, you can't uh, you you can't give better advice. That's why you think it sounds stupid, because the advice you would give is likely the advice that would lead to further self-destruction in the community. It would lead to the more of the baby mama, baby daddy stuff. It would lead to more broken families, more broken, busted wealth, more broke black people, uh, you know, more unhealthy black people, more dead black people, you know. And so uh, so so people should probably really understand um, that there's many times there's a big difference between being popular and being correct. Right. Uh, being po- popularity doesn't mean shit. Popularity only means something when your um, when you need validation from the masses to make you feel safe and comfortable in your ignorance. Uh, and so uh, that validation, I encourage people to let that go. You know, uh, sometimes you're going to say something that, and, and I, and I got that, I actually got, I got that from my parents. My parents were just, they were the types of people that would be like, I don't care what everybody else is doing. That's not what we're going to do. And, uh, and it showed in our family, our family had success at a level that was not matched by most of my parents' friends, their kids off, you know, getting into dope, going to jail, unemployed, struggle babies mamas you know you know all kinds of problems or you know two o'clock two a.m phone calls because you always got a problem every week and 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 our our shit was pretty solid you know i mean we didn't have all of that stuff you know and and it it was really because they just would they had common sense 
You know, so I like talking to people that have common sense that will say that um, having unprotected sex with 3000 people is probably not the best use of your body. If give me a yes, if, if you can at least agree with that statement, if, give me a yes. If you can at least agree that that having lot, not using condoms on a regular basis is probably not going to work out for you. If you can't agree with that statement, if you cannot um, give me a yes on that comment, then I don't know what to do with you. I, I really need you to leave because this ain't the place for you. You know, so <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm not the clan. I don't want black people to die. I want black people to live. Now, uh, let me see here. Somebody says, read my $20 super chat comment above. Uh, I did not. I, I, I can't see your comment, J. Joe. And look, I think J. Joe's making donations so he can say smart alecky stuff anyway. But uh, <laughs> but if you make the comment again, I will read your comments. Since you made a donation, I owe it to you. All right, so do me a favor. Hit, uh, hit the thumbs up button. Hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button. And um, and, uh, and and we're talking about PJ. Uh, what's it? PJ Washington. PJ Washington. His girlfriend, Brittany Renner, uh, who had the baby. And she basically revealed that she was pretending the whole time. And that alleg- allegedly their relationship was fake. Now, I'm sitting there tripping over the fact that when I went to her Instagram, which has 4.6 million followers, she deleted Every single post up Everything. until six, like she scrubbed it all. Why, why do you think she did that? Well, because she's trying to erase the image that was Brittany Renner pre PJ Washington, pre having the baby. Right? It doesn't help that one of the you know, one of the six posts you only have like six posts on there, and one of the six posts is with the porn star Tiana Trump. Right? Like that doesn't help, but it does. It gives you this false narrative. So for people who are just now discovering her name, you go and it's like, oh, this ain't that bad, right? You know, all the old, you know, crazy videos and the old, you know, thirst trap, half naked video of pictures and stuff, all of that's gone, right? And I think also because she has a child, you know, a lot of a lot of women, a lot of people go through this when they have a child, they try to present a better image, right? I might have been one way before having my child, but I want to present this as a certain way after having a child, because now that we live in a digital era, kids, by the time they turn four, five, three, two, four, five, they're able to pick up iPads. They're able to look stuff up. They're able to get on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, whatever. So you want to try to clean that up as much as possible before your kid gets to three, four and five and six and able to look on the Internet and see like, damn, this is on my mommy's Instagram or like, damn, this is what my mommy does for a living. You know what I mean? Like, so you're trying to clean that up. The only problem is once you put something on the Internet, Mm -hmm. it never goes away. It never never goes away. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The internet, yeah, you can, uh, I don't know if everybody knows that, but in fact, there's a website I think you can go to where you can turn the clock back on a website and see stuff from like the previous year. Does anybody know that website? What's the the website you can go to where you can change your, um, um, uh, your your Instagram, or you can go back and look at what what used to be up there and what was deleted. I can't remember the name of the website, uh, but let me see. Melanie Douglas uh, makes a good point. I want to address this one. This is a good one. She says, "I'd like to hear you amplify more stories that reflect your audience." Um, actually, this really reflects my audience because uh, a lot of um, a lot of us have situations where we have relationships with the wrong person. And uh, one of the things that I believe, Melanie, that's really important is that you have to think about the kinds of relationships you have. Uh, when it comes to wealth, a lot of us also have kids uh, who are going to be making choices. Uh, they're going to be sucked into the same 
uh, reality, same life that, you know, a lot of people on the Internet are sucked into. Uh, they're going to, you know, fall in love with the Instagram model or whatever. And you want to be able to give your son, especially your son's advice on what to look out for, uh, but also your daughters as well. You know, I talk to my daughters about real life all the time. We don't just talk about the ivory tower. Um, I'm talking about what I see on Instagram, what I see on YouTube and Facebook. I'm going to talk to them about this. Uh, and the reason is that it's like I, I want you to understand the game. I want them to understand every inch of the game. And and I and that, that type of training that came from my father, because my father taught me using real life experiences. He did not shelter me from anything, but he kept me at enough of a distance where I wasn't going to be hurt by the thing we were talking about. Like, like he didn't make me try drugs to know that drugs are bad, but he would show me drug addicts and he would give me real life stories about things that happened with dope or whatever. And that made me stay away from drugs and alcohol. So I'm, I'm, I, that's how I teach. I like to teach with real life. Uh, and so, yeah, but you're right though. This, this, um, the, uh, hopefully most of the people in the audience wouldn't, uh, make the choices that they're making, but you know, everybody has sex. I mean, come on now. Let's let's stop pretending. Uh, so so Jeff, let, let me ask you this. Um, in terms of so, what did you? Now you you're 25, right? Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. When when did you turn 26? In November. Okay. November what? 26. Oh, that's four days after my mother's birthday. Okay. So uh, you are 25. As, as you watch this through the eyes of a 25 year old, is there anything that you've learned just from what you've seen and maybe this conversation that maybe. Uh, you, you just sort of, I want to hear from your perspective in terms of what, the way you, maybe it might've shifted the way you see the world, if at all. Uh, not really, because once again, I, I am someone who works in the sports industry. I, I work, I've dealt with a lot of athletes, right? Like high level, low level, high school, pro everything. Right. So I, I've seen a lot of this. I, it's like, it's like seeing a rerun, right? It's not anything that, I mean, because I mean, the thing is, it's just like PJ just got Play. I mean, he got played in. In even though I had never saw that video of Brittany Renner before, like the one that you showed, I hadn't saw it before like this week, right? Like this last week is when I first saw it. But I could have told you who Brittany Renner was two years ago, three years ago, five. You know, you know what I mean? Like, and, and Brittany is not the first, nor will she be the last of her kind, right? By her kind, I mean the one that is capitalizing off of a famous athlete, rapper. Uh, uh, internet personality, whatever, like, because this is now an industry because there are people like Brittany Renner. And so this, the thing is groupies and stuff that's been around since the, the day, the uh, forever, right. Groupies have been around forever, but the thing is now with social media and with the internet groupies are now amplified. Groupies are now put on pedestals. Groupies are now getting endorsement deals, you know, advertising. So now they're obviously breeding more groupies, right? More than we've ever seen. Instagram is literally a, a, a monetization business. It is people monetize off their Instagram. And so now that Brittany Renner has shown now that this other woman, now that whoever your favorite Instagram person is, who has a couple hundred thousand followers, hell, maybe even a couple million followers, they just breed more people like this. And I feel like it's now more than ever. Now, granted, they had groupies back when Michael Jordan was in the NBA, but there was no internet. Right. And so they didn't and they didn't get rich off. The only way they got rich was by having a baby. And now you can actually get rich by just posting naked pictures or half naked pictures. Only fans, Instagram, Patreon, all kinds of ways you can monetize off being a hoe. Right. And now if you do, <laughs> I mean, for real, and now if you do have the baby, that puts you in a different stratosphere because now you can go be famous on like love and hip hop or uh, basketball wives or, ba you know, all these reality shows. So now Brittany Renner, don't be surprised if she ends up getting cast 
on the next season of Basketball Girls. Because the, the, it's basketball wives, but half of them aren't married anymore or they're ex-wives or they're baby mamas or whatever. You know what I mean? So that is a whole industry in itself. And it's and it's 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 tough out here, man. Like, it's really rough for some of these people who are in the spotlight, famous people, entertainers, rappers, basketball players, football players, or whatever, because it's hard to filter out. You know, with all of this going on, it's really hard to filter out and find the right woman. Mm. Uh, everybody, I'm talking to Jeff Lacey Jr. from the Black Boss Channel, and uh, and we were talking about uh, Brittany Renner and P.J. Washington, an NBA player uh, who had a baby with her, and it turns out the whole relationship appears to be pretty fake and uh, that she was scheming the whole time. And uh, it's really a cautionary tale about relationships and uh, who you choose to let into your life. And uh, so everybody, if you could, please hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. And I also want to mention to everybody that Jeff does a lot of great content on the Black Boss channel. Uh, and so it's basically a channel where everything comes from a black male perspective, whether you're talking about politics, relationships or anything else. So if you'd like to, uh, if you care about what black men think or you are a black man, go to the blackballschannel.com. We're building black media that lets black men talk. And so we have a lot of brothers over there that do a lot of really good stuff. And uh, Jeff is one of them. And so, um, uh, so, so Jeff, you know, one of the things I, I can say, you know, and, and, and I guess as we kind of shut this down, one of the things I, I, I think that's relatable here. Now, PJ is going to pay a lot of money, right? PJ makes $4 million a year. Even at that rate, he's going to, you know, maybe pay maybe $1.5 $1. to $2 million of that a year in child support. Uh, once um, he gets that big contract, you know, he's, he's paying – you know, what was it? Uh, 14, you said 14 million a year, approximately. So you chop that up um, uh, and cut it in half, seven. So, so about a million dollars a month, right? So, it, or more, right? So that's what you're looking at uh, for as long as he plays in the NBA and beyond, if he, if he's able to figure out how to keep making money. Uh, so this is an expensive decision. And so one of the things I would say is uh, for athletes, this obviously says that, you know, wealth training on all levels, is critical for anybody that goes into that space. Anybody that comes into a lot of money, uh, it's very important to protect your wealth. Uh, the reason that, that her statement about athletes being dumb and that the best way to make money is to get an athlete to get you pregnant is basically what she, here's what she's saying. I'm going to give you all the finance professor interpretation of what Brittany Renner said. Uh, she's basically saying that a fool and his money will always part ways. Absolutely. That, that if you are a sucker, you're not going to be rich for long. Uh, because the minute that you get money, and I, I did a post on this to explain this to people, this is true for anybody in here. How many of you, give me a yes or no in the chat. How many of you in here either are making more money or plan to come into money one day? Give me a yes or no if you're an investor, if you have a business, if you if you have a high income, or if you plan to, or if you're working and making moves and you're going to have wealth one day, real estate, stocks, whatever. Put a yes in the chat if you are a wealth builder. And this is a warning for every wealth builder. I'm going to tell you what happens when you build wealth. Um, it's no secret now. I, I don't talk much about how much money I've made or whatever in my life, but uh, apparently all the suckers on the internet like to point out the fact that the celebrity net worth says my net worth is $8 million. And let me just confirm to you that that's a lie because I actually, it's worth, I'm worth more than that. But here's, so here's the thing that happens when you start making money. Um, you attract all different kinds of people. You attract different people when you have money. Uh, you attract a lot of scammers. You attract a lot of beggars with every sob story known to man. Uh, you attract a lot of, uh, you attract people that will want to steal your money. You will attract women You will you, because men become very handsome when we have lots of money. You will attract all different kinds of people bringing you shady, crappy business deals, uh, bothering you about everything, right? And what happens is you have to form layers of protection. And your first source of protection is up here. 
you've got to be strategic and intelligent because if you're not, then somebody's going to outsmart you and they're going to wiggle their way into your life so they can go grab the money. That's why, um, for example, just to give you all a glimpse, you know, into my little stupid little life. Um, I told my wife, I said, sometimes I don't even like answering the phone because very rarely does anybody call me offering me an opportunity to make money or, or offering to help me. Every, almost everybody that calls 80% of the calls I get are from people <laughs> that want something from me that need my help that are asking for money, whatever. It, it comes with the territory. I'm not complaining about it, but that's what occurs. So what happens is you you develop layers of protection. You know, I have people where I say, you know, I don't want to talk to that person. You talk to that person. Or I'm not going to answer the phone when that person calls. Or that person used to have access to me. They don't have access to me anymore because I don't trust them. Or I don't even know that person. I don't, I, until, until somebody I trust knows that person for a year, I won't even have one conversation with you. Because if I have one conversation with you, you've now got a voice walking story that I know you can take that to the internet and make money off that. There's people who built their whole YouTube channels off of fake ass voice walking stories. You know it's what I'm talking about. I'm, and, I, and that's what, it's and that blew my mind. I was like, I was like, wow, I didn't know that I mattered that much. Well, okay. All right. Note taken. You're like an industry doc on YouTube right now. You're like a, you're like an industry yeah. in, a, in a couple different categories. Yes. And, and it's fine. It comes with the territory. It's, it, it's totally fine. You, you, you have to take it in properly. You have to process it properly. So it doesn't turn you into, um, uh, um, uh, what is it? A cynical asshole. You know, or a or a person that has trust issues, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, but 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 I will say though that with these athletes, they don't know that, you know. And I think that what makes me feel bad for them is a lot of them go into the NBA and they're 18, 19, 20 years old. They don't have any good mentorship. They except they boys in the hood that they throwing money around to or whatever. <laughs> the, the luckiest people in the world are the people like Shaquille O'Neal, who had his mama around, who basically said, "I'm not going to let you be a sucker and lose all your money." In the summer. She shut him down. Yeah. She said, here's some money for you to play with. Go play. Go be a kid. The rest of this, this is our generational wealth. We're going we're gonna to stack this bread over here. I'm going to make moves with this money. You can't even touch it. This is mama's money. And I loved it. Right. And and, uh, and, and she let Shaq go do whatever he's going to do. And now as a result, Shaq is going to be a billionaire. Compare that to Antoine Walker, who's from the state of Kentucky, like you and I. Uh, Antoine Walker got with the basketball wives. Evelyn Lozada was his wife for a little while, I think. And she also she was she was a career groupie. She she went from she went from to Antoine, sucked all his money out. Then she went to a baseball player, had Carl a baby Robert. with him. Yep, Carl yep. And, and, and who got the twenty million dollar a year contract? She set for life. Shout right? out to Cinco. Chad Ocho, Chad, yeah, Chad Ocho Cinco. There we go. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. See, you're the historian. You know all this stuff. Yeah. I forgot this. There's a lot of Evelyn. Evelyn had a little run right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now she's old. Now she can't, you know, she can't make money off her looks anymore, but it don't matter. She's she's probably worth, she's probably worth more than most CEOs. That lady's probably worth over a hundred million dollars. I bet she is, because I bet you that she didn't trick her money away at the strip club and and it, whatever, like I bet she invested. She probably got four hundred one ks. She could probably tell you about her uh, emerging asset investments in Southeast Asia. She could tell you about restaurant franchises she's invested in. She's probably got real estate all over the world. Like she, she ain't tricking her money away. So, so, so I'm just telling you that if again that lady was doing you a favor when she did that video because what she was basically saying is that a fool and his money will soon part ways. Um, the other thing too is uh, for just in terms of practical advice. Here's the deal. It takes about a quarter million dollars to raise a child in America. Every child costs a quarter million dollars. So every time you um, have a child with a person, uh, whether you stay with them or not, you're going to end up um, you're going to end up spending a quarter million dollars to raise a child. So if you have five kids, that's one point two five million dollars in, in like student loans, basically like another version of student loans that you owe. You owe one point two five million in student loans 
because you had these five kids with these with in these situations. And so and also, if you're unfortunate enough to have chosen to have those kids in different households as a man, not only will you end up paying all kinds of money, but there's a good chance that some of your children won't even love you, that your children won't even like you anymore. They won't even they'll be like, Daddy was never there. I don't care how much you paid in child support. You were never there. You weren't in the house with me. So I hate you. So think about this. You, so you just propped out hundreds of thousands of dollars. And these are regular people. This is not NBA players. I'm talking about regular dudes. You know, so you popped out, you know, 30, 40 percent of your paycheck uh, to the point where it's financially crippling. You've done this for 18 years consistently and your child still hates your guts because you weren't around. So so this is the type of stuff that they don't teach you in a finance class. But this is stuff that, in my view, most smart millionaires and billionaires understand to the fullest extent. That's why a lot of these really wealthy people won't even have a conversation with you if they think you're on some shady stuff. So, Jeff, I'll let you get the last word. Uh, Any final thoughts? No, man, it's just like you said, just got to be careful, guys. Like everybody that's out here, whether you're making money or not, and I assume the people that are watching this are making some sort of money or building towards some sort of wealth. You definitely have to be careful. and You can't associate yourself, even if they've been your homie or your homegirl for the entirety of your life. At some point, you have to level up. We, I go back to that quote from Magic. Now that I'm up here. The deals, the talks, the conversations, the people that I deal with have to be up here. Mm-hmm. If you're down here, we can't associate because I can't bring myself down there. Even if I've known you my, the entirety of my life, I can't bring myself down there to associate with you because all of that is it's a lose-lose. One, I'm lowering the value of myself. And two, I run the risk. I run the risk of getting into something that I have nothing to do be a part of. And that and I run the risk of losing everything just because I want to say, oh, I'm kicking it with somebody or associating with somebody that I've known the entirety of my life. But if those people aren't trying to level up with you or be up there at that level with you or showing some sort of progress, you got to cut them off and stay away from it for sure. And, you know, uh, you, you said a whole word, man. Uh, and I, I totally agree with you. And I totally like what you said and how you broke it down. And, uh, and I hope that this conversation was helpful to those who watched, uh, this was not a discussion designed to just gossip about somebody else's life, somebody else's money. This is a situation where something happened in real life, something was revealed, and smart people will understand that when things like this get revealed, that's a learning opportunity. You know, I, I compare it to when, when we found out that the CIA was dealing drugs in the black community, that was an opportunity to really learn a little bit more about the hustles that and the conspiracies that are being done against our people. And uh, and and that, that was also a time where you're supposed to say, well, if that's the one conspiracy I found out about, how many other conspiracies are there mm. that I don't know about? Right. And the same thing is true here. She revealed the conspiracy. She revealed the groupie conspiracy. You know, OK, well, if you want to get paid, you want to come up on some bread, go get you go get an athlete. They don't wear condoms. That's something a lot of people didn't know that a lot of athletes don't wear condoms. Maybe, you know, maybe you didn't. I didn't know that. I, I assume you guys are smarter <laughs> than that. Right. Uh, and that, that that there are there's an army. There's millions of people out there that um, understand that the, the use of sex or having a child or whatever uh, to make money. That's an industry. And also with Instagram and this this constant temptation. You know, like like every day, you know, she's showing you the booty. She's showing you the things that are going to suck you in. You can go back 100,000 years and beautiful women have always been used as a way to lure powerful men in and get them to drop their guard. Uh, You can go back and you can find kings who've been assassinated by being lured in by a beautiful woman. Like, Like this is not this is not a new trick. Samson right. in the Bible. It happened in the Bible. Well, it happened in the damn. It happened in the Bible, man. Like, like this go away. Like, you know, Bill Clinton. It happened with Bill Clinton. Like, I mean, literally, there, there's um, 
you know, and, and that's that's something that I, I just I don't know. Maybe everybody isn't trying to be smart. I don't know. Maybe I just sound nerdy by bringing this up, <laughs> but I can really tell anybody that wants to listen that you've got to learn how to play chess if you want to play at the highest levels. If you stay down there playing checkers, then you're gonna stay broke. So uh, I want to say thank you very much to Jeff Lightsey Jr. Uh, for your time, man. It was it was it was great. And thank you, uh, thank you, Payne. Uh, he says, "Thank you, pay me." That's his. <laughs> that's his name. He put a B one on uh, on the screen. So, so thank you uh, for your donation to the platform. I appreciate it. Um, everybody, I want you all to know where you can follow Jeff. Uh, his uh, his Instagram and his Twitter is jlighty seven. <clears throat> I'm gonna try to put it on the screen so you can see it. And uh, and there we go. It's uh, so follow him on Instagram at jlighty seven. Everybody should follow Jeff Lighty Jr. He's uh, the best I know at sports, and he understands. Uh, statistics and information. He's super, super smart. And he's on the blackballschannel.com every single day. And also don't forget that tonight we're going to watch a movie together. We have Black Movie Night. I'm going to watch our new film called Till Death Do Us Part, where we talk to uh, black couples that have been married over 30 years to figure out how they were able to keep their family together through all that time, because family is the foundation for wealth. You can't build wealth without family. Um, Think about this. Why would you think you can get rich when your families are all messed up? There's no community on earth where you can build wealth without having solid families. Think about it. How are you going to go out here and conquer territory and build empires when you can't even keep your own house in order? Your own house is all messed up. What makes you think you can go take over somebody else's house? You can't. So anybody who thinks that family and wealth is not connected is probably not a person that has any wealth. Uh, that's it. The most. So when somebody says, well, that stuff don't matter. Why, why are they talking about relationships? That's stupid. Go look at their bank account. Go look at their financial situation. And then that'll tell you everything about how that mentality is working out for them. So uh, let's not be stupid. Let's be smart. I want you to be smart. I want you to do better. Um, that's from, that's I got my PhD, not for me, but I got it for you. And I want to share with you what I know. So if you'd like to join us, you can watch the movie for free. It doesn't cost you a penny. We're going to watch it tonight. It's directed by Tierra KJ Williams out of Hollywood. Um, I appreciate her very much for doing this film for us. And it cost us a bunch of money. It took us two years. And we decided as a team that we weren't going to sell it. We wanted people to see it for free. So just join us. But you got to come live. And we're going to meet tonight at 8 p.m. Bring your whole family. And it's blackmovienight.net. And uh, it's for people that are interested in positive vibes and positive black conversations. And that's what we're all about. So thanks a lot, Jeff. It was real. Always. And uh, everybody, please have a wonderful day. And uh, we will see you all very, very soon. Take care. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.